Two in the books and two wins. Can the Cubs keep it rolling against the crew later on today? Plus, a big Wrigley Field and Cubs debut special Sunday bonus edition. Locked on Cubs coming at you right now. You are locked on Cubs. Your daily Chicago Cubs podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Good morning, Locked On Cubs family. Happy, happy, happy Sunday to you. Welcome on in a special weekend bonus edition of Locked On Cubs. This is indeed part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. I'm Andrew Bellis and I'm your host. Thanks for being with us today. We want to preview a little bit of what's coming up later today. we got a big Cubs debut at Wrigley. also want to talk about what went down yesterday at the ballpark. Figured that this warranted a special bonus edition because there was a lot going on. First and foremost, thank you for making us your first listen each and every morning. I know you're with us During the weekdays, which we love and appreciate, every listener, every subscriber, we are free and available wherever you source your favorite cast. But we're happy to have you here on the weekend, too. I tell you this all the time. Being along for the ride, part of the Lockdown Cubs family is so cool to me. I love it. I love it. Thank you for welcoming me in for these last three and a half or four months. It has been a blast. Please check us out on social media at Chicago Cubs PA at Lockdown Cubs. Been having so much fun talking Cubs baseball with you guys on there, especially after the hot 2-0 start. Check us out on YouTube as well. We would love your YouTube subscription at Lockdown Cubs YouTube page. All of our episodes are posted there as well. So, Big Sunday, big debut coming, but first let's rewind to yesterday. Opening day winner two days ago. The Cubs are three, I guess, now. Friday got postponed due to weather later uh doubleheader later in the season so your 2022 cubs are 2 and 0 they've knocked off the vaunted brewers twice and their studs corbin burns and brandon woodruff in the process so things got a bit chippy yesterday a 9 to nothing cubs route but the way the tensions flared at the end of the game you might not have known it. Seiya Suzuki off to a really good start in his Major League Baseball and Cubs career. Drove in three runs for his first big league RBI. And the Cubs beat the Brewers 9-0. to zip. But things got a little testy. New Brewer and longtime NL Central player with the Pirates, Andrew McCutcheon, kind of stirring the pot. He got drilled later in the game right before the bench is cleared. The quote from McCutcheon was this. Everybody and their mom knew when I came up to bat, I was going to get hit. Wilson Contreras didn't even move his glove behind the plate when I got hit. I love Kutch. I've loved watching him play his entire career. Great ball player. So exciting. Old school gets it. Yet he claims the Cubs were trying to hurt him. I don't know, man. Thompson said the pitch got away from him. Long story short, it was the last straw of a very long series of events of guys getting beaned yesterday. And let's face it, when you're the Brewers, the events that led to that point, and plus you're down 9 nothing, you're going to be a little testy. On the flip side, three Cubs were hit by pitches. Ian Happ exited for a pinch runner in the seventh after he got hit on the knee by Trevor Gott. X-rays came back on. Uh, Hap's knee, they were negative. He said he'll probably be a little stiff today. Man, that hurts, especially 
in the weather, the cold, windy weather that they had at Wrigley Field yesterday. Brandon Woodruff hit Contreras in the fourth. Nick Madrigal got hit in the first inning. Wilson Contreras can't not get beamed by Brewers pitchers. It's just death taxes and the Brewers hitting Wilson Contreras, getting a little ridiculous. Uh, he also got hit in Thursday's opener as well. Again, the x-rays on Hap's knee were negative, so that's good news. Said Contreras, I know they're not trying to, but like I've said before, if you don't have the command to go in, just don't go because you're going to get somebody hurt. Wilson, amen, very well said. He has been hit 15 times by the Brewers in his career. 15 times. Craig Council, come on, man, enough. Back to Seiya Suzuki, new Cubs right fielder, who you know I am so pumped about. We've talked at length about here him here on Locked On Cubs. He had a sacrifice fly. He had a bases loaded walk, and he had a single as well. Ian Happ, before he got hit by the pitch and exited the game, and Frank Schwindel added two hits apiece for the Cubs. They, you may have heard this on social media, begin the season 2-0 for the first time since 2016. Where do we stand on all this? Well, I love the early season overreactions, whether it be good or bad. And I tend to hop on the good overreactions more than I probably should. You're 2-0. You beat two of the best pitchers in the game on back-to-back games in Corbin Burns and Brandon Woodruff. This Cubs team, it's just different. When the Cubs released that slogan this year for marketing, it's different here. I thought, eh, that's kind of silly. Not going to lie to you. Maybe it is different. Have you seen the approach at the plate? We'll get to that in a second. First, Justin Steele took the mound yesterday for the Cubs, 26-year-old Southpaw, made a handful of starts last year, had a really nice spring, and he was really, really good yesterday. Struck out five, five scoreless innings for the rebuilding Cubs, if we can call him that. I don't think we should call him that. Lefty was 4-4 four and four last year with a 4.26 ERA. Really excited to see him mature in this rotation this year, off to a really, really good start in his first outing yesterday. As for Woodruff, he struggled. Now 0-1, he allowed seven runs, six hits, and three walks, striking out two. Lasted just three and two-thirds innings. It was his shortest outing since August 12th, also against the Cubs. What's interesting is last year, he dominated the Cubs at Wrigley Field. Threw 16 innings against the Cubs at Wrigley last year. No earned runs, so nice change of pace there. Uh, Woodruff began the, the day yesterday with a leadoff walk. Then he hit a man. Then he walked two more to bring in a run. After another run scored on a ground ball, Suzuki hit that sacrifice fly, made it three to nothing in the first inning. So the pressure was on right from the start. Seiya also drove in runs on a single in the third and a bases loaded walk by Jose Urania in the fourth. He singled for his first big league hit in his major league debut on Thursday. So like I said, Cubs new right fielder off to a really good start. What else? Patrick Wisdom hit a two-run infield single in the sixth. So they said it first. It's different here. I don't know, man. Thought it was kind of corny. Do you agree with this? Only through two games, but maybe they were right. Much different approach. And we have discussed this so much with the table setters you're going to have the top. At the top of the order. Rafael Ortega, depending on who's on the mound. Nick Madrigal. Maybe Nico Horner up there. You're going to see some different combinations, but these are guys who are much more patient in approach. They're drawing walks, and we saw this top to bottom yesterday as well. Bat on the ball, ball in play. Now listen, as a team still struck out eight times last year, but walked seven, 
had those additional three hit by pitches, getting men on base, good things happen. Bad on ball, putting ball in play, puts pressure on the opposition, and it shows. And look what they did in the first inning yesterday, right off the bat against one of the best pitchers in the National League. Let's face it. Pat Hughes always says it, and he's been saying it for years, the longtime legendary future Hall of Fame radio voice of the Chicago Cubs. Cubs and Brewers rivalry, since the crew came back to the National League, is always can't miss. Here's my favorite statistic thus far. Last year, Cubs and Brewers played 19 contests against one another. Cubs, 4-15 and 15 against Milwaukee. They've already got half that amount of wins this year in just two games, two for two against the crew. And because this series has been shortened to three games due to the, we'll call it, rain out, um, they've already secured their first series win of the year in the first series of the year. Hoping for a sweep, of course, because taking three and three from the crew to start the year is a phenomenal way to begin your 2022 campaign. We need to turn the page now to a couple hours when we have a big Wrigley Field Cubs debut coming up. Before we do, I want to talk to you about Built Bar. It's time of year that your New Year's resolutions go adios. You're eating like garbage, french fries, hamburgers, all that good stuff that is not good for you. Listen, get back to basics. Incorporate Built Bar into your diet plan. It's the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar and it's good for you as well. It will help you eat cleaner, eat better, and stay healthier. They're low calorie, they're high protein. So you can replace your candy bars with these and still enjoy them because they're better for you. They taste great. And a typical candy bar can be anywhere from two to 300 calories. Most Built Bars, just 130 calories, four grams of sugar, four grams of net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Plus, there's flavors for everybody. Mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, white chocolate cookies and cream. And there's always new flavors coming out. So you're really never going to get tired of it. You pick your favorites, try some of the new ones. Always interesting and fun. Do me a favor. At Built Bar, they're all about taste. So check them out today. Go to Built.com. Use promo code LOCK15. That's going to get you 15% off your order at Built.com with promo code LOCK15. You will love it. I promise. Also want to remind you quickly, betonline.net is your number one source for all of your betting stats and sports information. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs and the start of Major League Baseball. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions. BetOnline, where the game starts. So this is a special Sunday weekend edition of Locked On Cubs. I'm your host, Andrew Bellison. Thanks for being with us. Check us out on Twitter at Chicago Cubs PA at Locked On Cubs. Had to do a special weekend edition. Too much great stuff going on. Cubs a winner on opening day Thursday. Weather, uh, weather postponement on Friday. Big winner in a chippy game yesterday, nine to nothing. They're off to a great start. And we have a big Cubs and Wrigley Field debut in just a couple of hours here today. Happy Sunday. Happy Stro Day. Let's review and preview the finale of this, what has turned in to a three game set. Before we do, couple uh, injury news and notes to pass along. Shortstop Andrelton Simmons, who's been on the shelf that 10-day 
IL that we talked about in a, a couple episodes ago to start the year due to the right shoulder soreness, which is his throwing shoulder, is continuing a throwing program in Arizona and progressing well. Left-hander Wade Miley, who's hoping to get back very soon to get into that Cubs rotation. He's got the left elbow inflammation also on the 10-day IL, retroactive to April 4th. Was expected to play light catch today, so that's great news. And Alec Mills, another part of that Cubs rotation. He had a little back sprain coming out of spring training, slated to throw another bullpen this weekend. All three eligible to come off the injured list on April 14th, which is Thursday. So we could see them all here very soon, which is all very good news, all integral parts of what the Cubs are trying to do here early on this season. So back to this afternoon's contest preview. It's Freddie Peralta for the Brewers and Marcus Stroman, the newcomer in the Cubs rotation, making his Chicago Cubs and Wrigley Field debut today in game three against the Milwaukee Brewers. Brewers, slight favorite, minus 133, meaning you have to lay 133 bucks to get 100 back. We talked about that in our gambling episode a couple episodes ago. What's the bottom line? The Cubs facing the Brewers in game three of this set, looking for a three game sweep. Cubs averaged uh, 7.7 hits per game in 2021 with two point extra base hits per game and have already put on a very good show against two very good starting pitchers and the Brewers. And they got another one today. Freddie Peralta is a three in the Milwaukee rotation, which is so solid. He would likely be a one or a two on most clubs around Major League Baseball. Stroh's first ever start at Wrigley. Says Cubs debut. Get your brooms. We hope so. Again, my favorite stat of the day. Cubs were 4-15 and against the crew in 2021, 2-0 this year. Already half as many wins as they had 19 tries all of last year against the defending National League Central champions. 120, Wrigley Field, Brewers-Cubs, Game 3 finale of the series. Cannot wait to see Marcus Stroman take the mound. We've talked about it so much. Love his approach. Love to watch him pitch. Love his mentality, his mindset, the way he goes about things. He's so present, grounds himself, meditates. Awesome, awesome stuff. We'll see that translate to his body of work today against the crew. I hope you enjoyed this special Sunday edition of Lockdown Cubs. There was just too much going on in Cubs world to not do it today. So here we are, bonus edition on Sunday. Thanks for being with us. Thanks for making us your first listen, even on the weekend. We're free and available wherever you get your favorite podcast. Please check us out as well on YouTube at Lockdown Cubs YouTube. Awesome guests coming up later in the week. We'll discuss that on our early week show. So stay tuned for that. Until then, enjoy the ball game today. Enjoy the Stroman debut. Get your broom. We hope. Adios.